I'll have what she's having. I love relationships. I love romantic comedies. I love love. We don't know what Cinderella looked like because she's not real. Yes, they freaking got it. Really earn that happily ever after at the end. Change the writing. It's not that hard. Oh, hello, fellow hopeful romantics. And welcome to a very special episode of What She's Having, presented by Meet Cute, where a glass of rosé is only required if your mom says it's okay. Why? Because it's Mother's Day. I think it's a holiday that's filled with so much joy, but also for some people, some pain. But what I know it provides for everyone is a time to reflect on what love really is and can be. If you've been with us before... And if not, starting with a bonus episode, bold. At the end of every episode, we ask our guests, what is the greatest act of love you have ever witnessed? And without fail, every single one has answered about their experience as a parent or their experience of their parent. So as a reminder for all of you out there, all the mothers that we love so much that have sat next to us year after year watching rom-com after rom-com, crying with us over boys or girls, I wanted to say thank you. I love you more than anything. And I'm the luckiest. But somehow when it comes to moms, words are never enough, especially mine. So here are a bunch of other people's. Happy Mother's Day. I love you all, and I know just how special you are. And now, it is my pleasure to introduce the best of what she's having, Mom Edition. From episode one, Julianne Huff. The greatest act of love I have ever witnessed. Honestly, like a, a parent's love for their child. I've seen it many times with my nieces and my nephews, with my sisters. It's the most incredible thing I've ever witnessed. So love, love is just, love is love and we can't live without it. (laughs) From episode two, Darius Rose, AKA Jackie Cox. Greatest act of love. I mean, I think it was my mom fighting for me her whole life, you know, doing everything she could Granted, I don't agree with all of her choices she made, but she did them out of love, including all of the stuff that I think of as trauma. I know in her mind, she was doing it because she loved me so intently. All of the judgmental things she did, it's because she really thought that like, if I didn't follow her path, bad things would happen to me. And she loves me so much, she would never want anything to happen to me. So she still to this day, (laughs) fights me on almost every decision I make out of love. And if someone can be that stubborn uh, for however old I am, years. You know, that's love. (laughs) From episode three, romance novelist, Devin Daniels. So my sister has had some challenges in the past few years with um, health issues with people in her family. And my mom has just absolutely dropped everything in her sort of retiree lifestyle (laughs) to help my sister. She's she's like a full-time nanny for my sister. She's, you know, not just a grandma. She's 24 seven available to help my sister, the variety of, you know, challenges that she's experienced. And to me, to be able to just so selflessly give up your own, basically your own life for, for your child or anyone in your life is the greatest act of love, isn't it? From episode four, Brianna Henry. 
you know, uh, a little bit about me that I don't think a lot of people know is my stepfather was, is, uh, he's no, not currently in my life anymore, but he was, uh, is a paraplegic and he got paralyzed a couple of months after my mother and him, uh, got married, my mom's second marriage. And, um, the, role in which she had to embody as a caregiver and as um, a mother. I, I really just think it was such a selfless sacrifice of herself for so long to help take care of her family and, and remedy this terrible tragedy that happened to us when I was very young. Uh, I would say that was probably one of the most profound act of loves, a mother's love and a, a woman's love when she's decided that that's where she wants to put her love. From episode five, celebrity photographer, Betsy Newman. Oh, I would say my parents' love, just to let me come here on my own, like that was such an act of love. And when people hear my story about how I came out here on my own, they think the opposite. They're like, you must've been a terrible kid. Like, did your parents disown you? But it truly was the opposite. They just loved me so much and they cared so much that they let me fly away. And like, I don't know how they did that. I literally will never understand. I will cry thinking about it. You're really lucky to have that kind of love in your life. Thank you. You too. Your mom's amazing too, Gail. I know. You're not the first <laughs> guest to say that. That's what she is. Oh yeah. I'm a big fan. Thanks, Betsy. Ursula's pretty great too. From episode six, Hannah Orenstein. Oh gosh. Um... You're going to make me cry a little. Um, my grandparents just both recently died a month apart. And oh, seeing... So oh, thank you. I'm just like tearing up. It's totally chill. Um, seeing the way that they took care of each other in the end was um, really special. From episode seven, Anna Klutz on her sister Amanda, mother to Elvis. I mean, my, my sister caring for Nick. I have never like, you know, at that time I was still like, you know, going through divorce stuff. And I was so like to, to see someone love someone that much. And like, you will understand what I'm talking about when you read the book, because no one really knows what happened. But I mean, I, I have never seen someone fight for someone that way. And I don't think I, you know, I don't think I ever will again. Like it was truly incredible. And, you know, you, you witness that day in and day out, just someone absolutely refusing to give up on their person and literally doing everything for any chance they could get to help. Like the things my sister did and tried and would not give up and the, the hours and hours and hours spent researching methods. I mean, that there were times the doctors thought she was nuts, good nuts, but nuts. And like, you know, they said multiple times to her, like, we have never had a person of a patient like you. And like, honestly, the hospital doesn't know what to do, do, do about it. Like we don't know how to handle it. And, uh, and I, I definitely <laughs> felt like that too. I was like, I have never seen anyone fight for someone like this. From episode eight, Olivia Quartero Briggs. There are these moments where you realize how much your child loves and cares about you. And of course you remember because you completely doted on your parents as a child. Of course they do. But those moments are so, they're so strong and they're so honest and they're so pure that if you let them, they can make you a better person. And I think anyone, tiny, young or old or somewhere in between that takes the time to put all of their shit aside to help you get through a moment that you're having. 
I mean, that is such a genuine act of love. I don't know anything that's more giving than that to put your own shit and your own frustrations aside to make someone else's time a little bit better. Um, And I endeavor to be more like my daughter every day in that regard. From episode nine, Rachel Winter. On a day when reservations might get messed up and families might yell at each other or you may not even be able to be with the person you love. A little reminder about what is and isn't important. Don't be afraid to show the flaws. I think that the shit gets boring when everything is so perfect, which is the heart and soul of a romantic comedy. We wouldn't have romantic comedies if we didn't show the flaws, the things that that make us, you know, our scars and our baggage. And finally, some Mother's Day love from the greatest woman I know, my own mother, Gail Eskew. The greatest joy and the biggest love that I ever felt was having you and having your sister, but especially having you because you were my first. And as you know, your dad and I, having a family was always something we desired. We both knew that was something that was a goal. I always saw myself as a mother and seeing all my friends who had their children 10 years before I had you, it was, I felt all their joy of, of motherhood from them. But yet I always felt like that I ached for that. I wanted that. And with all of the way we put that into place and being able to finally have you become a reality, just the minute you were born was just a a joy that I can't even explain to finally have my beautiful daughter. And because I would have loved to have had a boy, but because you were a girl and I just couldn't wait to put you on pink and put bows on your head and You just came out and seeing your little lips pursed in a heart shape, your lips looked like it was in a heart. I just knew that was love to me. And I remember the day that I went to have you, my father and his infinite wisdom, because you know his humor, grandpa said, well, now you're going to know what it's like to be the caboose. And from this episode right now, I'm telling you, go embrace this perfectly imperfect day and tell your mother or someone else's that you love them. If you and your family are looking for some Mother's Day stories to listen to, make sure to tune in to Meet Cute wherever you get your podcasts to check out a brand new Meet Cute story called Mom's Wingman. Happy Mother's Day, hopeful romantics. And in the words of Rob Reiner's mother, I'll have what she's having.